Hey guys, it's Dr. J. And Apostle Sherman. And we are so excited that you have tuned in for this week's message. We pray that it blesses you and helps to transform your life and the direction that God has for you. Enjoy the message. Amen. Thank God for the weekly. Uh, we have amazing things happening at our church. I'm so excited to be able to lead such an amazing group of people. And, um, and I'm telling you, God's doing something really special um, with the faithful. And I, those of you who are watching online, and you know you've been, I want to specifically speak to those that have been faithful to All Nations San Bernardino um, in, a, in a year where the enemy uh, could use the separation or the space if we allowed him to to bring separation between you and the house of God and the vision of God. But there are many of you who are watching right now and who are in this room who've been extremely faithful to the plan and the will of God. And I wanna thank you. Um, um, I wanna thank you on behalf of myself and Dr. Jaquette for your faithfulness. And I need you to know the Lord made it very clear to me. He is blessing the faithful. He is blessing the faithful. And it's going to be amazing what he's going to do. All right. Ezekiel chapter 44 and verse 30 is where we're going. Ezekiel 44 and verse 30. There is a word from the Lord. I'm going to release it to you. I'm super excited um, about this word because um, I believe it's something that's needed. Um, for those that watched us this past Wednesday, global corporate prayer was just amazing. And uh, the, the word was so good. If you missed that installment, um, I want you to go back to YouTube and watch the message, um, do as he did, do as he did. Um, it's right there on YouTube. Um, it was an amazing word um, that the Lord released to us. And uh, you, I don't want you to miss that installment. You need the whole uh, message. You need the whole series, rather, uh, for your life. Uh, our apostle is here, Dr. Jaquette Dumas. Let's thank God for her. Amen. 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 All right, Ezekiel chapter 44, verse 30. We're jumping in to the word. The, the Bible says, the best of all first fruit of any kind and every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifice shall be the priest. Also, you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal to cause a blessing to rest on your house. I would like to minister a message for the next few minutes entitled, um, It Will Remain. It Will Remain. My time, please. It Will Remain. So on last Wednesday, thank you, gentlemen, we, we ministered um, uh, the message, um, Do As He Did. And one of the things that we saw was John chapter 5 and verse number 19, where Jesus was saying, hey, guess what? I don't make moves um, outside of what my father is doing. Uh, he was talking about being aligned with his father. One of the amazing things that we saw about God the Father is that God the Father worked the principle of the first. He worked the principle of the first. And if all of us are to step into the manifestation that God has for our life, we must work the first as well. We've got to work the principle of the first, okay? Uh, quick, quick poll for those that are watching um, here in the, uh, and those that are in the room. How many of you loved school when you were growing up? If you loved school, raise your hand. Um, if you loved school um, on your online, just type into the comments, I loved school. Just raise your hand. Let me see y'all. Wave at me. You loved the school when you were growing up. You just loved it. 
Yes. Notice my hand's not up. Yes, that is beautiful. Okay. All right. Here's, 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 the, here's the next question. Quick poll for those in the room and those online. How many of you did not really care for school um, when, you grow, when you were growing up? Just type in, I did not like it. I did not like it. I did not like it. I did not like it, Sam. I, I, I don't know. That didn't work. Uh, but I did not like it. Um, you know, one of the things that we learned in school, I just wanted to know uh, some of you who actually want to stretch your mind and who don't, uh, but there is, <laughs> there um, is some, a concept that we were taught in school called cause and effect. Y'all remember that? Cause and effect. The idea of cause and effect is that for every action, there is a reaction, right? For every action, there is a reaction. Let's give some, just, just for the sake of, of uh, today's message, let's give some examples, right? Some examples of cause and effect, okay? We receive seven inches of rain in four hours. The effect, the underpass was flooded, right? All right, here's another one. I never brush my teeth. Effects, I have five cavities. Are you, are you all here? Okay. I smoke an entire pack of cigarettes a day. Effect, lung cancer. Y'all here with me still? All right, all right. Uh, the streets were snow-packed and icy. The effect, cars needed more time to stop, right? Okay. Um, I broke my arm. The effect, the, the doctor put it in a cast, right? Uh, the boss was busy, effect. The secretary took a message, right? Uh, we get under this understanding that there is, for every action, there is a reaction. Here's the thing about it. Many of us have lived life thinking that we can have actions without reactions. So it's this idea that we think that grace is going to stop your reactions. Grace will keep you from hell if you engage it doesn't mean that you won't have a reaction. There are laws that just exist in the world. We've talked about this before. What goes up? There's just, there's just laws. There's, there's, there's laws that exist. And, and, and oftentimes, we feel like we should uh, be able to trump the laws of this world. And we should be able to get past it. And oftentimes, the reason why we want to do that is because we don't want to walk in discipline. Just stand there with me. So what we call miracles, a lot of times our miracles that we're asking for is because we didn't want to be disciplined in a certain area of life. So instead of being disciplined, we pray for miracles. We overeat. We have congested heart failure. So instead of shifting, don't log off and don't get quiet in here. So instead of Instead of shifting, we pray for miracles. The Lord told me to tell you his miracles are not to um, cover up your mess-ups. He wants you to walk in discipline. Grace is not so that you can cheat on the test. He wants you to understand that for every, but let's, let's move into the positive, let's move into that affirmative, let's do that. There are some amazing things that you do when you come in agreement and you do it, there is a reaction, right? The scriptures make it very clear, do not be deceived, Galatians chapter 6 and 7, 
Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, he will also reap. Right? So this is an idea in here of reaping or sowing to the flesh and reaping from the flesh. But then there's also an idea of sowing to the spirit and reaping of the spirit, what the Bible calls everlasting life. Okay? So let's grab a hold of that really quickly. Because there are some things that if you align yourself with the will of God and you follow his directions, there is a reaction. There is something, please receive this, that you are due. I'm struggling with the concept of many people who teach you should give without expecting to receive. I struggle with that concept. And the reason why I struggle with that concept is because it's not in the word. So why would I give and not expect a harvest? And why would I give not saying, I named that, my harvest is coming back to me? For what? People do that kind of thing because it wants to kind of turn the hearts of people in such a way would make you feel it's kind of like, uh, what, what do they call that stuff? Uh, reverse psychology. So, so preachers talk like that because then they're like, oh, you really don't care about money. I'll give you more. It's like this game that's being played. At the end of the day, the fact is I should give and expect to receive back. Say Amen. You should understand that there are some things that you're going to do in life, Jose, and when you do it, there is a reaction, and that should be good news to you. That means that I'm not just moving around life just doing stuff just to do it. When I obey God, there's a reward to my obedience. What's, what's, what's done in secret, the Bible says, will be rewarded openly. I'm expecting my return. I need you to type that into the comments. I need you to say that in the room. I'm respect, expecting my return. You ought to expect that your return is coming to your life. We don't only see this principle in the world. We don't only see this principle in Galatians 6 and 7, but we see this principle in our text in Ezekiel chapter 44 and verse 30. Um, the action is sowing our first fruit. The reaction is the blessing that God causes to rest on our home. The blessing is working the principle of the first in every area of our lives. And when we work the principle of the first, God is faithful to respond to us working the principle of the first. And he releases a blessing that goes beyond anything we could ever imagine and or expect. Can I tell you something the Lord has been saying to me? I ask you a question. Don't be rude. Can I tell you something the Lord is saying to me? The Lord has been talking to me about the fact that we are downplaying his blessing. We are downplaying his blessing, and we have downplayed his blessing to stuff. Nothing wrong with stuff. I believe in it. I believe in living in a nice house. I believe in driving nice things. I believe in wearing next nice things. I believe in the Lord spoiling me, okay? And he uses many to spoil me, and I am very grateful. And I realize I'm spoiled. I own it, and I receive it in Jesus' name. I believe without a doubt that God wants me to be blessed. And the Lord said, because many people have lived underneath their privilege, and because many of us have even lived undisciplined at times, we have begun to second-guess what God wants to release on our lives. When we say overflow, even when we think overflow, we're thinking low-level even as it relates to the overflow. Your mind is capped. 
Your mind is capped. The Lord told me to tell you what he's about to do, and you still have time to share this on Facebook. You still have time to send this link out on YouTube to get someone on it. The Lord told me, told me what he's about to do is that he's about to super, supersede every expectation that you've ever had of him. He's about to blow those expectations out of the water. This is not hype because I don't have time to sit here and hype you. I don't got time for it. I am telling you not only what I know, I'm telling you what I've experienced. The Lord will bring you into a place where you'll have to look back and see like God, okay, you were not playing games. God will start doing things in your life. He just did it for me this week. Well, he'll have stuff happen for you that doesn't happen for people. There'll be the kind of favor that people look at you like, I never even heard of that before. Like, the kind of favor that will come on you, you'll be like, people do that? Why? Because when you settle yourself in obedience, there is a reward. There is a reward. I, I just need you to, to really connect with me on this real quick, connect with the Holy Spirit on this even better. I need you to type into the comments right now, my reward is here now. I just need you to do that. Those that's in the room just say that, my reward is here now. My reward is here now. What if you woke up in the morning and said that every day? Cancel your pity party. And war with your confession. To all nations, San Bernardino, I'm not raising punks. Get your butt up. Look that devil in the face and tell him, you will not have my life, you will not have my finances, you will not have my health, you will not have, you could try your best shot and you still will not win. Y'all, y'all ain't saying that. I made a decision. This fool has acted a mess in 2020 in my life. This has been like the worst year of, et of, of eternity for me, okay? Uh, it, it's been horrible. The losing of my mom-in-law has been the worst thing that I could have ever experienced. It's been tough. It's been difficult. But what I understood is this, is that I was going to make sure that the devil paid for everything me and my family lost. Do you hear me? Every day I looked that devil in the face and said, you know what? You tried it. You played it. You tried. You played your whole game. You did what you did, but my family is going to win. Me, my wife, and all my sisters are going to win no matter what. Why? Because we are obedient sons of God, and obedient sons of God receive rewards, and I'm not going to take it lying down. You can shoot your best shot, and I'm still going to win. I wish I had some help in the room. I am still going to win. The Bible says very clearly, you work the principle of the first. The reaction is a blessing resting on your house. That word rest pulled me in. It pulled me in. So I looked at it in the Hebrew, and it's this word nuah. And this is what it means it means to settle down and remain. And remain. So your concept of the blessing, remember I told you, Lord said you're playing down the blessing. Some of us, we have seen the blessing as something that just comes for a moment in a season. That the blessing comes and we get it. We call the car the blessing. We call the unexpected check the blessing. We call the new husband, a warm pair of thighs to sleep next to. We call it the blessing. We, we, we call these certain things the blessing. And the Lord told me that's not the blessing, it's the result of the blessing. See, if you, if you see that as the blessing, when the car dies, you think the blessing is gone. 
When you have to bury your husband, you think the blessing is gone. When the house gets taken, you think the blessing is gone. The Lord told me to tell you that was a response of the blessing. He said, my blessing never passes, it remains. When you get that, then you're not concerned about what's gone because you know I'm about to have another that fast. Good God. It doesn't matter what was taken from me because just give me a second. The blessing is still here. So what is mine is about to be replaced in just a moment. If you change your mindset, you'll change your reality. Or are you preaching good? Thank you, Sherman. The blessing is not temporary. The blessing is not that stuff. The blessing remains. remains. I remember my wife and I, years ago, um, after having um, Makai, we were trying our best to have children. And, um, and I remember us suffering, um, I believe, several miscarriages. It was so difficult. Um, I was angry with God. Oh, I was mad. Um, I was mad because, to be honest with you, I felt like he owed it to me. I feel like, hey, I've moved my life to this state, to a city that I wasn't caring about before you told me to go there. Gave everything I had to build this thing, and all I want is a baby. There are people putting their children in trash cans. This is how I talk to God. Maybe y'all that's deep in y'all don't talk to him like this. I said, there are people putting, putting, p- putting their children in trash cans. All I asked you for was a baby. I didn't ask you for a whole lot. I didn't even ask you for a million dollars quite yet. I'm just asking you. <laughs> right? All I wanted was a baby. Um, it was this idea of entitlement. Um, I was talking to God um, in the wrong direction. It wasn't this idea that I was contending just for his promise and his blessing. I was talking to him like he owed me something from the perspective of pride and for the perspective of I could work to get it. So I felt like because of my work, that should be my payment. So it's like I've worked for this, give it to me. That's not how the blessing works. Because you start thinking that the blessing is that thing in such a way. Lord, give me that, but I've worked so hard. You ought to give it to me. I got into prayer one day, and this is whether some of you heard the story before. Listen again. I got into prayer one day, and I heard the Lord ask me a question. Who are you talking to? And I don't, he don't talk to y'all like that, I know, but it's just my call, I guess. Uh, he, he asked me, who are you talking to? And I was like, uh. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm talking to you now. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> the Lord began to reveal to me the spirit of entitlement I was walking in. I got into prayer. I release the entitlement. And I said, God, I don't want you to give this to me because I deserve it. I don't, I don't, I, because I think I deserve it. I wanna, oh, I'm asking for this according to your word. It's a shift. Listen to me. You gave me promises and you said you would do a thing. So according to your word, I contend for what I believe is mine. I'm not coming to you. Say me y'all like potato, potato. No, it's not at all. I'm not coming to you from a place of pride. I'm not coming to you for a place of you should have done this. What's wrong with you? Before, before I, next thing before I knew it, the Lord said, because you 
have shifted your heart, I'm going to bless you beyond this. Let me just work the, let me just work the story for a minute. I, my, my son comes to me, my four-year-old or five-year-old at the time, and says, uh, I need you to know something. We're having twins. We look at him and say, it's, no, baby, it's, baby, babies don't come in twins just because you saw Shasta and Keith have twins. It don't mean that everybody's going to have twins. And, and, and he's like, no, we're going to have boy-girl twins. When we went to the hospital and eventually, for, for something else, and eventually found out we were having twins, the Lord spoke to me and told me, you cannot beat me with giving. What you have lost, I've sent to you double. Y'all don't, y'all, no. But, but listen, what if, what if I had started working the concept of the blessing longer before that where I understood that the child was not the blessing but that the child was a response of the blessing? And if I begin to walk in the understanding and the mindset is that the blessing has remained. How about this? The blessing stays and it doesn't move anywhere. And what I start experiencing is different responses to the blessing that is upon my life on a regular basis. So the new car becomes a response. The new this becomes a response. And that becomes a response to what's already on my life. Look at somebody around you in your house and tell them the blessing remains. When you work the principle of the first, when you work the principle of the first, God responds to you with a blessing that does not leave. You can see it all throughout scripture. I don't have time to go through every space, but, but I need you to get it. All throughout scripture, old and new, work the principle of the first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? In what? This stuff is going to be added to you. All these things. What are these things? A response of the blessing. These things are a response of the blessing. The blessing comes from working the first. The blessing comes from working the first. Give God the first. And here, let me tell you, people who want to make God second will never understand first level people. For people who, who just give God leftovers will always think you're doing too much. You must make sure your friends are only people who are committed to the first. Don't get stuck in an offering. I'm talking about life. You need to make sure that you only hang around people that understand the principle of the first. You can't be my friend. You could be somebody that I pour to. You could be somebody that I help here and there. You could be somebody I text every once in a while. But you cannot be in my inner circle and not work the first. Why? Because you will always try to pull me down to a low level of manifestation because you don't understand the first. I'm going to evaluate your life before I take your advice. And I'm not going to listen to you tell me that I cannot walk in the next level. The only way you're going to experience it is by making it first. To every nagging wife that's out there in the world that tries to tell your husband that he's doing too much to serve God, the judgment of the Lord come upon your tongue, wicked witch of the West. Husbands that try to tell your wives they're doing too much in service and obedience to God. Y'all confuse me out here in the world. Y'all act like people are out here selling their bodies on the street. 
the response that carnal people give to spiritual people who give God the first of their time, their energy, and everything confuses me as if we are out here selling drugs and cocaine on the corner. We are out here saving lives through the kingdom of God, and you got something to say, shut your mouth. Sorry. It, it makes no sense. And you will pay. You will pay for pulling your husband or wife out of the purpose of God. Shut up and pray. Stop nagging. Or the man and woman of God say, I've heard God say do this. I've heard God say operate like this and give God the first. And the problem is that you've been around second level people your whole life. And now that your husband or your wife has converted to a first-level person who made a commitment to give God and make God first in every area of their lives, now it's hard for you because you grew up in give God a leftover culture. Leave that man and that woman alone. Okay, here we go. So what does the blessing look like? Y'all still with me? What does the blessing look like? Here's the first thing that I want you to write down about the blessing. Sherman, you're doing really well today. Thank you, sir. Uh, here it is. Here's number one. Here's the first thing I want you to know about the blessing. Um, here's, here's, here it is. It's good. He will place a hedge around you and your increase as you walk in his will. Please grab that. He will put a hedge around you and your increase as you walk in his will. Okay? That, that, that's a sign of the blessing. Let's, go to, let's take a trip over to Exodus 34, verse 22. Let's go to Exodus 34, verse 22. And the Bible says, And you shall observe the first of weeks of the first fruit of wheat harvest and the feast of ingathering at the year's end. Verse number 23. Three times a year, all your men shall appear before the Lord, the Lord God of Israel, for I will cast out the nations before you and I will enlarge your borders. Here's where I want to focus right now. Neither will any man covet your land when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times a year. In other words, nobody's going to be able to touch what I've given you. I'm placing a hedge around your increase. This is good news because how many of you know that the enemy is doing his best to try to touch your increase? And before he touches it, he wants to touch the way you see it. He wants to touch your mind in such a way that you don't even recognize when you've been increased. Can I tell you we begin cursing our blessings? God will send you people who will challenge you in life, challenge your thought processes, challenge the way you've been operating, and you don't see it as a blessing. God will send you a man and woman of God that the enemy will convince you is hurting you when they're blessing you. God will send you friends that you'll get confused because they don't go along with everything you say or do, and you'll start thinking that these friends were sent from hell. You're cursing your blessings. What it is is that your flesh is responding to the kingdom culture been saying that a lot recently, that God is trying to send through you, to you, for you, and you're missing some stuff. 
But when you understand the power of the blessing, he's placing a hedge. I want you to just type into the comments real quick, thank God for the hedge. Thank God for the hedge. Th th thank God for the hedge. Thank God for the hedge. So when you're, when you're wondering, what does this blessing look like, right? When you're, when you're trying to decide, am I going to go in faith in every other area of my life, in every area of my life by giving God the first, am I going to go in faith with giving God this first fruit offering? What is it, a week's salary? That take faith. Hello? You don't agree? Is it easy for you? I don't know. It, it ain't for me. People think the more money you make it easier. You go, no, baby. Seeing that go out? <laughs> I said the more money you got, the harder it becomes. Right? It takes faith to say, I'm going to make God first. That on January 25th, I'm going to bring him Hey, an entire whole weeks of my set, all of my increase, not just my salary. Thank you, Holy Ghost. All of my increase that I have received, I'm going to bring it to him. It takes faith. Somebody say it takes faith. But here's the great thing of the blessing. He's going to place the hedge around you when you make him first. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Here's the next principle I want you to write down concerning the blessing. He will push away opposition from your increase. He pushes away opposition from your increase. Exodus chapter 34 uh, let's go down to verse uh, 24. Let's look at just the first part there of Exodus 34, 24. For I will cast out the nations before you. These were the people that were coming against or trying to come up against what they had. He said, listen to me, I'm not going to allow. I will push back whatever tries to attack you. Whatever opposition that tries to come against you, I will not allow it to come to your increase. I will not allow it to touch what is yours. I will not allow it to come. He's disallowing the opposition. And the opposition is not just people. Come on. The opposition is sometimes the war in the mind. I believe some of the blockages that's going to come is that God's going to block stuff from even coming into your heart or mind space because the blessing of the Lord is going to be there and push that thing away. Somebody say, I receive it. Here's the third thing I want you to get. He will enlarge the territory of your blessing. Exodus 34, we're still in verse 24, and it says it real quick. I think it's part... Uh, be there. It says, enlarge your borders. He is about to enlarge your borders. I want to offer something to you again. I don't believe that's just physically. I believe it's mentally. You cannot contain or manage the blessing and the response of the blessings in your life, the blessing in your life, if the borders of your mind is not expanded. See, some of us, we ended up messing up stuff that God has sent to us because we had not expanded the borders of our mind. So we were not expanded in management. Am I boring you? Tell your face. It's, 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 uh, you, you gotta understand it. He's expanding the borders of your mind to manage another level. This is why you've gotta work the level that you are on and manage it at the highest level, right? Here's a concept that I've told you before, but I need to release to you again. Whatever you're driving right now, treat it like it's the Bentley. Ooh, silence in the kingdom. Uh, 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 treat it like it's the Bentley. You, you, you want the next level of something? Whatever it is. It's the apartment, right? You got a, a, a beautiful studio apartment? Work it. Make it feel like it's like you're living in a mansion. I mean, one of my spiritual daughters, her last name is Smith. 
she lives in this apartment, and she just, I mean, mother, I'd be like, you, listen to me, this is what sometimes I should say, I mean, mother treat that thing like she is up in Beverly Hills somewhere. And you know what I'm saying? And she put a new plan out, and she's like, look at my plan. I'm like, go on, woman of God, praise God about this plan. You're going to give me a whole four-part story on this plan, and I appreciate it. Why? Because she is honoring where she is. Are y'all here? She's working what she has, treating what she has like it's everything. So that at the next level, she would have shown herself faithful with the plant. And now she's going to get her forest. Somebody say amen. A whole forest. He will enlarge the territory of your blessing. Here's number four. He will bring blessings on all the rest of your increase. All the rest of your increase. So when you bring the first to him, whatever is left, he's about to bless it beyond imagination. It, Romans chapter 11, verse 16 says, for it is the first fruit, the first fruit. If the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. In other words, if you are bringing this first fruit to him, everything else gets impacted by it. Every part of it receives the blessing of God upon it. He's going to bring blessings upon everything around you, the rest of your increase. Here's the last piece that I'll give you, and it's all in our text for today, is that number five, the blessing will fall on your entire household. You can have disobedient, some of y'all need to grab a hold of this, and some of you need to run after this. You can have disobedient people in your household, but because you agreed, and you came in alignment with the will and the plan of God, the disobedient in your house are about to get blessed. <laughs> like, like, I need you to understand that. Because of your faithfulness and being an ambassador of your household, the stuff that isn't even, in, isn't even really in alignment is about to experience the blessings because you said yes to God. So you can't get tripped out and wondering, Lord, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You've got to understand how big your obedience is to God. And when you walk in this obedience, everything gets touched. Everything gets blessed. And the great news about it is that the blessing won't leave. It's never going anywhere. From this point on, it only gets better. I wish I had a church. I said from this point on, it only gets better. It only gets better. It only gets better. It's going to build and build and build and build and build and build and build. I see it like compound interest. And build and build and build and build and and build and build and the devil can't do anything about it and the devil can't stop it and the devil can't cause for anything to happen to it what is yours is yours the blessing of the Lord is about to be released on your life and as you come in alignment with him it's not going anywhere I need you to type into the comments it will remain I need you in the room to say it it will remain it will it will it will remain. We come in obedience with God and we bind disobedient spirits. We bind spirits of doubt and unbelief. We bind spirits that don't line up with the plan and the will of God. And we say we will obey. We will obey and we will work the first. We will obey and we'll come in alignment with the plan and the will of God. So listen. January 25th, 4th, 
Amen. Don't come on the 25th. We won't be here. January 24th. It is the day that we are bringing God one week's salary to him. We're going to slap the devil in the face because he thinks because you're in a pandemic that you're not going to obey God. He thinks because we're in the hardest, one of the hardest spaces in our economy in America, you're not going to obey God. But I know you. And I know you're going to come in alignment with the plan and the will of God. I know on January 24th, we're going to create an amazing temple on the grounds of this campus. And we're going to worship the Lord. And we're going to bring our seed to the altar. And my wife and I, as the priests of this house, are going to release the blessing of the Lord upon your life. And there's going to be something amazing that's going to happen in your obedience to God. And God's going to use the seed that we sow to help us transform the world in 2021. Let me tell you, the church you see today, All Nations San Bernardino, will not be the church that you'll see in 2021. There is a rebirth. There is a renewal. There is a reintroduction. Things are shifting. And don't be moved by what you see. Because I told you the Lord has to move the tear out of the way so that his plan and his will can be done. You cannot have energy suckers and leeches in the way when God's trying to build something. You need the faithful to stand and to arise and to walk in the positioning that God has called them to have. We are walking in what the Lord has said. It is that hour, and we will not be denied. We will not be denied. There will be another release of impacting this city. There will even be another release of impacting this nation and beyond. And this will look different than anything. I'm telling you, you may feel like it's denied, but it's not. It's not denied. It's not even delayed. It was always his plan. We just couldn't see it. I said it, it was, it's not denied and it's not delayed. It was always his plan. We just couldn't see it. And he is rearranging and he is coordinating our moves and our shifts. And this will be the hour of the greatest impact. I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. There is more land for this house. I hear you. There is more land for this house. I, there is more land for this house. And we shall possess it. God's not a liar. He's not a liar. We shall possess it. We shall have it. And this will be a year, hallelujah, 2020 to 2021 will be a year beyond what we have ever seen. I know it ain't December yet, but let me go on and prophesy to you what it's about to look like. It's about to be the expansion, huh? He told me he's going to expand us in equipment. He's going to expand us in technology. He's going to expand us in brand impact. He's going to expand us on so many levels. And this nation will hear the sound that comes out of this place. For there shall be a shift and a change. There shall be a shift and a change, and there shall be a move, hallelujah, that the nation will hear, said the Spirit of God. And so, Lord, we come in agreement, we come in alignment, and we believe you, and we believe your word. We believe your word. We believe your word. Just lift your hands right there in your home. Lift your hands right there in your home. Right there, right there in this room. Just receive this. Yeah. just hold on and you can just hold them wow that was amazing agreed 
We want you to stay connected with All Nations San Bernardino. Do not let the uplifting stop here. Join us on Facebook or Instagram for more amazing content. We want to connect with you. And guess what? If you're in town or even out of town, come visit us at All Nations San Bernardino all the way live.